Welcome to the podcast of Central Church. This episode was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic, when churches were closed and we couldn't meet together as usual. What follows is not a sermon, but a thought, reflection or guided meditation designed to help you connect with God in the spaciousness of your home. We pray it encourages and blesses you. Hello, in this episode, I have a conversation with Chris D'Souza about a song that he wrote right at the beginning of this period of isolation. When Chris sent Luke and I this song and we listened to it, I thought it was so good and wanted to share it with everyone. And so I had a conversation with Chris over Zoom about some of the themes that come through in his song. And so that conversation is here for you now in this episode, along with a recording of his song. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so why not, yeah, Chris, why don't you tell me how this song came about? Right now. Thanks for having me, Carolyn. Oh, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Chris. Nothing but high-class um, guests on, That's right. on our podcast. Only the, only the best. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I was in the middle or towards the end of um, a songwriting club that I've been part of an online group already. So getting used to online community a bit over the last 10 weeks of doing the songwriting club that uh, introduced a theme that every participant was meant to write about that theme in some way, shape or form and submit it for um, encouragement and feedback and everything. So the week um, that I I wrote this song was um, a theme was community and it happened to be um, right when things had really intensified here in Australia about um, uh, restrictions uh, for the pandemic and all the language of um, flattening the curve and social isolation, which I'd never heard that term before that week. And now we'll never forget it. And um, so it was a bit of like a a scrambly week of like trying to figure out everything out for what life would look like. And um, we, um, which I I said in our other video that we took our kids out of school pretty early because we just realized with that information that um, we could do that. Our jobs weren't going to be affected by staying home with them and that we could thin the class out a bit and um, hopefully flatten the curve. And so that was a a massive scramble uh, around our house to, figure out what this season for however long it was going to be would look like at that point. I think I was thinking it was like going to be two weeks or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So we also had some very unhappy children um, with, with that uh, decision that was unanimously made by me. Okay. Um, With Becca, my wife was also, you know, on board with it, but I think I kind of pushed that one through um, pretty quick, just thinking that it was a super time sensitive thing to do. Um, and I've, yeah, I felt this kind of retreat happening within myself. And um, so, yeah, fortunately for this practice of songwriting that was ongoing in my life, it was a little bit of a discipline. Um, 
I could actually, I had a chance to reflect on what was happening and given the prompt word of community, that was really like a good word for the week uh, in the midst of withdrawing from community yeah. in some way. It's ironic uh, really, isn't it? Yeah. Here's, here's your word community. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's all about social isolation and yeah. the, and then the intensifying of the home community, which is That's just right. like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just thinking like, when I, I'm, I'm not generally a super conscious person myself moving through life okay. unless, unless I'm overthinking. So okay. I'm either one extreme or the other of being kind of yeah, unaware of what I'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> or, or hyper aware. Yeah. And, okay. And I've, I found songwriting to be a place of being able to kind of meet in the middle a little bit and um, express in a in it within a form that's been yeah. really good for me so yeah i think i came down to this very room my garage uh which has got a thin um thin floor of separation between me and the <laughs> chaos and angst that was upstairs that week um and i i just so happened to have this songwriting task that allowed me to be down here thanks be to becca um, yeah <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I think the the idea of kind of burrowing uh, came to mind pretty quick of being in a rabbit hole and on it went. So, yeah. So there was heaps going on inside of you, obviously, in that week when you were writing this song. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, again, even just looking looking back, it's hard to place myself there from where I am now. And who knows where we'll be in a few weeks' time. Few weeks. but. Mm -hmm. um, particularly at that time, um, yeah, it was I was staving off panic attacks um, left, right, and center, and not always staving them off, having panic attacks. And, yeah. uh, it was a really, uh, really tough, tough time. So uh, it was really a life-giving thing to pour myself into a lullaby for my own self, really, but also because of this kind of theme in mind of writing for community I wanted it to be something that could touch into other people's lives who were probably feeling similar feelings um yeah can't remember where else I was going there but yeah no, that's that's great well how about we we'll play the song for everyone to hear okay. and then yeah. um have a bit of a chat afterwards about some of the themes that come through so if yeah. you were why don't you use your best radio voice to to introduce this song. Hello, everybody. This is Chris D'Souza. Um, please listen to my song. Thank you. It's called Rabbit Hole in Love We Hide. <laughs> That's awesome. Digging and 
Dancing on brothers by Let it be the Chris, you sent Luke and I this song um, on Dropbox and I remember where we like we had put the kids to bed and we were sitting on the couch with a glass of wine each just listening to the words of this song and and we both of us just loved it we just it felt like it was simultaneously kind of 
comforting and also slightly haunting, I suppose, because here we were like, you know, in isolation, stuck inside our house, listening to this song about, you know, being in a, like being in a rabbit hole and we, we just loved it. So we, we connected with it immediately. So it was amazing. Um, yeah, and it was so good, That's good, to, to, good to listen to. Um, yeah, I just, just thought it was really beautiful, like in so many ways. So like, tell me what you were thinking when you were writing about the idea of a rabbit hole. I mean, you kind of mentioned before about, you know, being down in your garage, being kind of like underground from where, mm. you know, the rest of the family was figuring things out. But, you know, what, why a rabbit hole? Yeah, I think this is me just processing uh, some of this right now, but I think there was something very like animalian about this whole experience. I think that's a word, animalian. Yeah, that can work. Animal-like. Yeah. Um, just it's such a physical reality in this world. It's, um, yeah, where our our um, biology is, is on the line here. And um felt like we really need to take care of the uh yeah our, our physical bodies and that's yeah. kind of a an uh, animal practice <laughs> to do that to like to fight freeze or flee and um I felt more like a fleer uh and have and that's kind of been you know for those of us who are not um you know frontline healthcare workers which there are many yeah. um but the the task um, has been to flee. And so, yeah, it's just something about the, the lack of, of choice in that, that just felt, um, in, like it's almost forced instinct, um, to, to burrow. Um, and how, what we do, you know, within that burrow is, um, it's a different, different question about how we, how we remain con connected and whatnot. But, um, that, that act of having to, dig and dive, like take cover, um, yeah. kind of prompted that idea. So, yeah, it's great. I, um, it's quite funny because it, yeah, it feels like so long ago now that life was normal and yeah. you could actually go and do things. But really one of the things that struck me, um, about the whole idea of like the rabbit hole is one of the, uh, last appointments I had before all this so so social isolation took place was with my spiritual director. And just as we were leaving, we were talking about, you know, the difference between a counsellor or a therapist and a spiritual director. And she was, because she's both, she's a psychologist as well as um, she's done her training and is a spiritual director. And she said, oh, as a counsellor, you know, when you encounter people who are in a hole, um, really what you're trying to do is give them the tools in order to get out of that hole. Like you're equipping people to like get out of the place that they find themselves in. She said, but as a spiritual director, really the role when you encounter people who are in a hole is to say to them, let's see how far this goes. Mm. And I was thinking about that, you know, in light of the words of this song about being in a rabbit hole. Like I think we can have both of those reactions to this, um, or we can have one or the other at different times, but it's, 
yeah, I'm just th thinking about in my own life how there's, you know, the reaction of like f the fight reaction, which is like, get me out of here. Like, how do I get out of here? Like mm. feeling trapped in my own home, feeling like stuck with my own self um, and feeling like sometimes I've needed the tools to be like, yeah, to get out of this place. But then the other thing that's on option for us is to dive down and see how far this thing goes. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, just thinking about fun. all of the stuff that being in isolation brings up for each one of us, like it brings up stuff because probably all the things that we usually do in the outside world and in community that distract us from the reality of our own selves, all that noise has died down. Mm. Um, <laughs> and now in so many ways, we're stuck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> with ourselves and we can either go flip i'm stuck with myself how do i get out of here and do whatever we can to like get out or we maybe the the invitation is to submit to the process and go let's see how far this goes and like dive down into the rabbit hole and follow it and and have an adventure um that's awesome i don't really quite know where i'm at with those I think it's a day-to-day -day thing. Sometimes, some days I'm like, get me out of here. Other days I feel like I've got more of a capacity to pay attention to those things in me that are not coping and asking the questions then of why. Like, what, what am I missing? Mm. What, what do I feel like I'm lacking? And how can I find that from God or in my own self? Um, which is what Becca challenged me to do a couple of days ago. So I'm quoting Becca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I really love the idea of the rabbit hole. I think it gives us lots of yeah opportunities to either see it as safety and cocooning and protection and coziness, or it can feel like we're diving into an unending labyrinth of possibility so in the lyrics of the song there's like these real themes of connectedness that come through um you know in the midst of this idea of isolation and being in a rabbit hole you've still got lyrics about how connected we are um like lines like um where we see what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine um, what do you think about how this pandemic is helping us realize just how connected we all are? Yeah, I think it kind of became apparent and there's lots of people kind of writing into this now that are a lot more knowledgeable and, and good at educating. But the, the feeling that happened that spawned those words was that um, this is an opportunity to realize what's already there um in terms of our connection and particularly for people who don't have to feel that connection in the day-to-day -day, um because of um their ability my ability to pad myself from the harsh realities of this world um because of my socioeconomic you know place um that suddenly i'm drawn into a story that i share uh that we share with everyone and um yeah, that's not to say that my experience is going to be the same as um, folks who are uh, on the undersides of systems that are 
um, have been stacked against them, the way the world has turned. Um, but um, it is an opportunity, I think, to really recognize um, just the, the ground level of humanity. And hopefully, as we find our way kind of back out of this hole, is that we take each other along um, and up and out. Yeah. I think that that's an opportunity that we have is, is to uh, learn how to share this, the suffering uh, that's, that's in this world and learn how to um, yeah, help each other in ways that are meaningful and filled with justice. So that's what was coming to mind. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I can get to not philosophical, but, you know, like I think about all of this starting in Wuhan at the end of, you know, towards the end of last year, and it's still spinning around the world. Like, mm. um, it's amazing that realisation of just simply how connected we are, like, you know, um, actually, like this yeah, pandemic wasn't isolated to one place on earth. But it's also funny, like, I feel like when I go to the supermarket, it's a, like the negative feeling of being connected is the feeling that you get when everyone treats you like you're infected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that is quite an interesting experience to have as a human being, to realise <laughs> that everybody else around me is thinking that I might be a threat. A, a yeah. threat, yeah. yeah, and that they have to stay away from me and I've got to, yeah. like, it, I, that, that, I don't know, I've had... I, it has made me feel things. I don't even know that I have words to explain what that is, but yeah, yeah. I guess it's what's, what's risen in me at different times is just um, the feeling of like compassion for other groups of people who have lived um, being treated like that um, mm. throughout oh. history. Like, so, yeah. you know, I guess, you know, in the time of Jesus, it was the lepers that would have been treated like that. Um, in so many ways, even in today's um, society, you know, the LGBTIQ community are often treated like that by different people groups. And just that it, it profoundly helped me experience this feeling of like, all of a sudden I am the other and mm. I am the potential <laughs> threat to somebody else and the way that people look or don't look at me engage or don't engage with me keep their distance like it's just it's interesting like should write a song about that character <laughs> i don't yeah. think don't know that i could so <laughs> I, I, on one level i feel like this whole thing is revealing the oh the negative ways of the way we can treat one another as infected or yeah. you know negatively we can treat each other as the other, as a threat. But then the flip side of that, I think, is also in so many positive ways we're experiencing connection because um, we are all in this together. Like we're mm. all suffering together. We've all lost stuff mm -hmm. together. Um, yeah. So it, there's like just profound connections on both sides of the community thing. Yeah, it makes me think about is there something to be um, held in terms of like, there's obviously the negative of, of, you know, feeling infected and avoided. Um, but there, is there something about the holiness of that as well, of, of treating people um, as, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it could, Old Testament images coming to mind of the temple and mm. ritual and, um, just yeah, even all the hand washing that's happening and all of the 
ceremony involved in this season and um, can, can, you know, the real need to avoid um, contact and everything, can that be turned into a holy practice that's filled, fueled by love instead of fear um, and respect, you know, for, yeah. for, for the other, because we are each other's other in this season and we, we feel that and we realize that. Um, but that also makes us, you know, together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's amazing really, isn't it? The, mm. the things that this brings up because we've never had to live like this before really. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll want to do it again someday in a different light. Maybe yeah. we can have, maybe we can have a two week holiday every year. <laughs> all on purpose shut everything down and <laughs> yeah it can become our passover like we, right. once That's a year right. we'll, we'll celebrate this time where we all just like lock ourselves in our houses and wash our hands That's and right. remember remember that time so <laughs> drop off drop off meals for each other at a distance yeah and, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good mm. um Talk to me about um, the lines in the the second chorus um, where you've written rabbit hole, dig and dive, habits on, Jesus Christ, on my phone day and night, far but close. When you were writing that, yeah, just talk talk to me about the the imagery of habits on. I I loved that line. What were you? I feel like it's got a couple of different meanings. Yeah. And I, I'm just interested. In, I'm just interested in like hearing what you, yeah. what, yeah, what you're thinking. Yeah. I like a good double entendre. Yeah. So if I can, if I can, <laughs> I'm not so good with the puns like your husband. So if I can <laughs> nail one of those, then I'm happy. So I'm glad it did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally. It was on. Um, yeah. No, I, I think the, the first um, level of that, that came to me as it starting to bubble up was just our habits the, the things that we do yeah um that are become apparent quickly when we're um in confined spaces and we're faced with ourselves um but yeah on the flip side of it and subtract one b the habit of um monastic uniform uh that that this is also um a time to for us to don if we so choose to be seeking out intentional practices that um, our devotion and our growing our yeah growing our capacity growing our our souls uh, in the direction of love and so I think that's what was percolating yeah 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 I love it I I love I love the idea of both of those things I think yeah I think you know it's the habits our own daily habits that are gonna keep us sane um, mm in the midst of all of this and maybe, you know, some of this time is revealing to us the habits we have that are useful mm. and the habits we have that are unhelpful. Um, like being on your phone day and night. Like being yeah. on your phone day and night. Yeah. <laughs> that there are some things that maybe we've yeah. done naturally as hab habitual, habitual behaviors that we've done in life without even realizing. Mm. And all of a sudden now we can see what's good and what's not good, what's <laughs> healthy and what's not at all being helpful. So yeah, I kind of feel like it's almost like at different points, it's our habits in all of this that are going to save us. Like whether or not we, you know, for those of us who aren't lovers of exercise, whether or not we're daily going to have the habit of get up, get out, like, mm, you know, so and, and you know, yeah. the habits of prayer and connection, the habits of, you know, or just all of that kind of stuff. It's our, probably our, when days can 
roll into one another and there seems to be very little distinction Mm. between them. Maybe it's our habits that are going to get us through. So there's that thought. But then, yeah, the whole idea of, like, putting on the wimple and the habit and, like, you know, and withdrawing from the world. And I guess I was really, you know, I think when all of this happened, for me, it was, it was, this was happening to me. Like Mm. my freedoms were taken. Um, I lost my life and I lost the choices about what I was going to do. And I can still sometimes wake up and feel this itch in me to like, get go, like, let's just go, let's go. Let's drive down to Berry and wander the shops. Let's go on a bushwalk. And then I remember we can't go like we're stuck. And I feel that wave of um, the loss of freedom. Yeah, like this, right. this is happening to me and I've lost things, but then, but the idea of like donning the habit Um, is the idea that maybe we can also see this as a choice that we're making. Um, Because if you enter a nunnery or a monastery and you take, you take vows of uh, depending on obviously what type of monastery it is, but some, some of them like the vow of of withdrawal from the world, Mm. like you make promises and, and, it's seen as a sacred thing to withdraw and to live differently. And I guess I realized that I have a choice to see this time as either happening to me and outside of my control and I'm the victim of restrictions or I can see it as the choice to, yeah, sacredly withdraw from the world. Um, to put my habit on and to, to enter a contemplative way of living um, in a way that you can be, you can be cursing that Jesus Christ or you can receiving that. that. Yeah. Either way. It's like, yeah, I think that's, that's the beauty of that line is it's it's the invitation, isn't it? To like, how are you going to see this? Are you going to, are you going to see this as, you know, your freedoms have been taken away or, can we see this as I'm choosing to enter into a new way of living in a way that I might be more present to God and God may indeed feel more present to me. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just yeah, thought that was really clever, awesome. really, really clever. One of the lines that I love in the song is the line, maybe I could sing to you from my windowsill and you could sing to me, to something like peace be still Hmm. and um those lines just remind me of our absolute need um for us to be loving and connecting with one another Um, even even from a distance um what are the signs of hope that you're seeing right now around that connection yeah i think um that when I wrote that was just a couple of days after those viral videos went around of the Italians on their balconies who were singing to each other, which also started off a worldwide kind of um, time of day to celebrate and to say thank you to healthcare workers and to be with each other. Um, And um, yeah, I, I guess that was a really powerful image for me, but somehow it got connected um, to uh, Jesus in the boat and with the storm and the disciples who were afraid and 
um, how, yeah, we're not in a literal boat and um, we are the body of Christ and how um, we can now be a place of, of saying peace, be still to each other, even if we're barely kind of hanging on to that in ourselves. It's still yeah. a powerful thing to receive that from um, the other, from each other um, in a season like this. And so, yeah, I, I guess I hoped this song would be able to say that to people at the same time as become a practice in my life beyond just, you know, through a song to be where I can to, to step into that place of being able to say peace be still and also to be giving my permission to be in need of, yeah. of receiving. Um, yeah. Folks saying peace be still, be still. To, be still. Um, yeah. Self. So, yeah. 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 So, so I was reading about contemplative practice and so much of our contemplative spiritual practice is more like a solo event. Like, you know, if we're doing the examen or we're practicing silence or like, so many of the contemplative practices are designed for individuals to do uh, in connection with God. But then I started to be reading a little bit more about um, community spiritual practice. Um, the spiritual practices we do to maintain community with one another. Mm. And like one of the examples that I read about was the spiritual practice of always being aware of who is the loneliest person in the room and then going and connecting with that person. And so I, I guess I, I was, I've been thinking about how could we encourage communal community spiritual practice together at central um, before all of this happened and then all of this has happened and we're not meeting together, but it has sort of made me aware, I guess, of we can actually still engage in those kinds of spiritual practice. Like, so yeah, I suppose I was thinking about how each one of us could still practice community spiritual disciplines. Like if we were to sit with God every day and ask the Holy spirit mm. to bring the name of someone to our hearts that might be the loneliest person in our, mm. in our community that day and just let the Holy Spirit bring someone's face or someone's name to mind. What would it look like to have a daily practice of then, you know, connecting with that person, like set, whether it's setting them a, a note, like an actual like snail mail card in the mail or whether it's just dropping them a line. Like I just yeah. feel like even in these times of social isolation, it doesn't mean we can't practice community together. Right. Um, but because we're not actually around one another and we're not reading one another's body language and we're not seeing perhaps the hurt or the loneliness or the grief or the sadness in someone's eyes or in their face, but this is, I feel like more than ever, this is when we need like the Holy Spirit because he, I think, is the one that is hovering over us all. And if we open ourselves up to him, I do believe that, he'll help us be aware of one another. Like yeah. it's that sense of being connected in God together that, yeah, I don't know. I've just been thinking about that, thinking about mm. getting, yeah. I think that, I think um, one layer of that for me is that this little, um, yeah, 
pandemic kind of thing that we've got, it can become so consuming that um, my thoughts are on, uh, yeah, are, are just kind of fear-based and rooted in um, protection and, and all that, yeah, isolation and how, um, where this song came from was fortunately out of uh, a little bit of an external prompt to into yeah. the community, which was something that I had already kind of been forming a habit of with uh, this group of people to continue writing songs week in, week out, yeah. and how there was a discipline um, that actually brought about this expression that I don't think I would have ever got to this um, if it was just left to my own kind of devices and where I was at yeah uh, on on the surface so the invitation to kind of go go deeper and also to be that's you know within myself but also to be considering community um and yeah that probably was something that needed a little bit of um guidance and dis yeah discipline um in some regards so that just makes me think of being the church together and how we are a place that is able to gather around um, disciplines that are not meant to bind us, but actually free us to think beyond you know, our limited little scope of what's happening uh, around us. So I, I think what you're what you're onto is like really really vital for us, and um, yeah, we need to be really sewing into each other's lives, especially um, the the most vulnerable among us. And I think that. Yeah, there's all sorts of layers of, you know, what vulnerable looks like in this season as well, of whether that's loneliness or whether that's um, anxiety or, um, yeah, just all of our capacities being reached and ex exceeded in different, different ways. Um, and so I think we kind of probably each of us as this, you know, the parts of the body can recognize the need in each other in different ways as well and have ways to um, make that connection happen um, yeah. for each other where, um, yeah, not one person with one way of kind of um, seeing the other can do that on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, yeah, this whole time of being in isolation and of, you know, hunkering down in our homes and, and because for so many of us, it's, we've got our own stuff going on, you know, in all of this, it's easy, I think, to just also kind of really turn ourselves inward and really only be thinking of ourselves. And because we're not confronted with other people in conversation, just haphazardly, I think the potential is that we all kind of turn inward. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, oh, I just wonder what the spiritual discipline of once a day turning outward would look like yeah. and to sing like mm -hmm. that, that line of singing to one another from the windowsill, that idea mm -hmm. of like not always bent being bent inwards on ourselves, but actually, you know, allowing, you know, the love of God to bend us outwards to one another and mm. just a good way to put it, to say yeah. to, you know, be able to like have the ability to say to ourselves, peace be still, but, have the ability to turn outward and say to those around us, I see you. I I'm thinking of you. I am aware of you in all of mm. this. And I want to say, peace be still. I think. Amen. Once all, a day, once a day, Let's make it a thing. Yeah. Once a day <laughs> to sit and go who mm. just, yeah. Just to bend outwards once a day, I think would be really healthy for us as people mm. in all of this. So it's like a yoga practice. Bending. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get more familiar with it yes. after a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
probably like wrapping this up that you um this song really is like a lullaby I feel like it's it's beautiful and um you the refrain that runs through it and in the title is in love we hide so my question Chris is how are you hiding in love right now Hmm. um well I think part of writing was that was remembering that I am hidden in love whether I feel it in any given moment or not and just yeah um sinking into that uh, the reality of this god of love that we are still within um wrapped and held and um carried along and uh yeah my experience may not always line up with a feeling of that um but I think the more that I can acknowledge that there's love underneath um, as far as I can dig into this hole, um, that there's, yeah, that, that means there's life. There's, there's joy. There's, there's a place for me. And um, yeah, so I think that's, that's where, where it came, came from, where I, where I feel that these days um, is actually with the sources of, uh, my <laughs> struggle, which is my family. Um, I've, you know, it's been pretty hard. It's been pretty hard at times um, to help little people along who have different levels of awareness of what's happening and why they can't play with their friends or why they can't go to school uh, early on then. And um, yeah, just all these things and, and conceptions of control in their own lives being taken away. Um, has pushed everything to the surface and um that being on the surface has meant there's been a lot of struggle but i've also seen a lot of beauty and reconnection and deeper connection in um seeing these little uh moments of everything <laughs> being up uh yeah up in the air come come land in better better places from from where we uh, kind of began mm. but i think that's where i I'm seeing love in this, this hiding. Um, yeah. And obviously what the other meaning of that was just a social isolation encouragement of, yeah. you know, stay hidden and love each other in that way yeah. <laughs> in some yeah. regards, but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, everything's, everything is uh, on the table in our, in our house now. And so we're um, forced to actually really, um, yeah, walk through, uh, life um, in more truth, I think, than what we can sometimes pat ourselves from and through all the escapes that are uh, on offer through normal existence in yeah. our society. So, yeah. No, it's good. Well, it's a, it's an amazing song, Chris. I really love it. And um, where, like, is it, is it on Spotify? Is it, Oh, it, is, will, it is not yet, but I don't know when this will come out, but I do have a friend who is making some artwork for it. So I do want to release this. Um, it's, I'd love to probably someday polish it up and, and make it a little bit more to my artistic taste, but I want to, <laughs> I want to get this out. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll release it how it is um, soon. Hopefully soon. Okay. Well, maybe when we put all this together, we'll play it again. 
now yes. at the end okay. so people can hear it again if they want and I guess if they want to re-listen to it they can just hook back That's into true. this podcast and and do that but um thanks for writing it and thanks for talking about it too yes. because sometimes I think it's easy to just write something and put it out there and not want to revisit all the stuff that comes up but thank you oh, it's a real it's an honor honor to have you um really dig into uh and extrapolate meaning of your own from this and I, yeah, that's a, a gift to me as a, an artist, an aspiring artist. So <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah.